Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. Hope you've downloaded that. And you can always find us on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And, of course, you can watch us, too, if you would like to do that. We're over at supertalktv.com. Speaking of TV, we had several Mississippians on it. Not for singing, though. Something completely different. We're good at other things, too. Who knew? (laughs) Apparently, we're really good at Wheel of Fortune. An Olive Branch court reporter won $64,000 and a brand-new car on the Wheel of Fortune. She cruised through the game show. First set of rounds, that's where she racked up $29,724 before she advanced to the bonus round. And during the final round of the episode, she selected around the house category and the letter H came in handy for the court reporter as she shouted, handheld vacuum. And I'm like, yes, I might would have gotten that one. Not really lends to my talents there for Will of Fortune, but I might would have gotten that one. And just shortly after the 10 second timer had sounded solving the last puzzle, and she won the grand prize, which was a 2023 Ford Escape, as well as their bonus. So it ended up being $64,000. You know. Don't you pick out an envelope before you do the final so. thing? And yeah, then if you win, like, win or lose, they still show you what was in the envelope. But if which you win, is kind of mean, right? Or I don't know. Would you want to know either way what you did? Or would you always wonder if you didn't win? Yeah, I'd rather find out. You'd rather find out just to sort of know, because then maybe, just maybe, it's something you wouldn't have really wanted anyway. And then you're like, ah, eh, you're less, it stings less. But then if you get exactly what you were hoping for and you still didn't get it, it may sting a little more or I don't know. But 10 seconds is really not a long time to be under pressure to think, th- you know, sort of think th- things through like that. So I'm always impressed when people's minds and their nerves work together. To win something like that? That's why they would never let me on deal or no deal. Why is that? The second that offer is six figures or more, that's fine. Deal. I'm out. I'm, I'm out. I'm good. I don't need any more. I am easy to please. I have low standards and what you know what I need in life to be happy and bill free. So give it to me. I'm headed out the door. I would like to think that I would be that way, but I mean I'm sure they are very aware. Of all the statistics to what people will actually do for when you get in that moment, go big or go home, and the likely of you walking away with money versus pushing it all in the pile is, is probably greater, or those shows would go bankrupt, right? And they wouldn't be as exciting if someone won 
every time. Right. Yeah. The one, the name of the show I was having, I was blanking on a couple of weeks here on Good Things, is The Wall. That's the one where they put the um, balls on the wall and it bing like down. Like a giant game of Plinko. Right. And someone's answering questions up top, and then the person up top has the option. They see. So this is where if you and I were, and I feel like we would make wonderful partners, you answering the questions and then me playing, you know, the intense game of where to put the ball in the bottom, because I'm not answering the questions, but you would probably get them all right. And so then you have this option of like, I don't know how much money they give you per question you get right, but say, you know, it's $500,000 and you're like, we could walk away, Rebecca, with $500,000 for sure, or you have to rip it up and chance what happened on the wall. Now, if you got all of them right, then that gave the person at the bottom more opportunity with green balls to like win money. But then the ones you got wrong... They've turned red balls, and then it deletes that money. Ah. And so there's the like, you, it's a gamble, right? And so you could rip it up and come down, and there be nothing, or you take it and come down. There was like millions of dollars. So I don't know. What would you do? What would you? What would you choose? Would you go to safe route if you knew we could walk away with? I say it like you and I are just go walk away with five hundred thousand dollars, and then you get two fifty, and I get two fifty. We pay Uncle Sam, and everybody's gonna be happy. But would be nice. It would be nice. But I would definitely put more faith in your ability to answer those questions than the most because there are multiple choice. You seem to think through those pretty easier. Okay, so that was Will of Fortune, big winner. The Watts family last night from Canton, Mississippi, they played a game of Family Feud with Steve Harvey, which we've learned they probably played this game six months ago and now it's just finally airing, which I also saw that our current Miss Mississippi, Holly Brand, her family went on Family Feud. I've been in contact with her. It won't be till November or December until her episode comes out. So anyway, but I didn't watch, so I have no idea how they fared. If you did, it came on last night on CBS about 6.30 last night. You can let us know. I hadn't been able to see how they fared from that, but I think that would also be a fun game, except you got to like your family. Like, you have to choose your family member's Wisely for that. Yeah, you you want the smart ones and the smart Alec ones. Both. You got to cover both bases. Dumb luck. Like some of the questions with Family Feud is the naive dumb luck because they go out and they ask normal folks because it's like a hundred people, and so you're not going to get all smart folks that answer. So it's going to be whatever just comes to the top of their head. So you kind of need that variety of thinkers. But if you're super competitive, you might not want to bring along the one that's willing to lose it all right. for for a crazy answer. Uh, but that would be that would be a fun one. I would I wouldn't sign up for Wheel of Fortune. Mama can't spell, so that would be a terrible one for me. But Family Feud, I feel like would be would be fun with the right with the right group of folks. I feel like knowing about Family Feud and knowing that they film umpteen million episodes in a day and they they space them out and and that kind of stuff it just gives you a a better appreciation for someone like steve harvey who can show in show out throughout a marathon of a day be entertaining and cordial and charismatic and be the showrunner for that show with all these random strangers and keep up with names and sort of keep, yeah, he's definitely, definitely, tall. I'm sure he takes a nap after that. But you wonder where they keep getting their questions from. Who sits around on the Family Feud table? I mean, do they have like a list 
of questions and then they re I wonder if they reuse them. And then I wonder if they're like, oh, we saved that one for, I don't know, three years from now or whatever. I mean, you couldn't do it every single time. Right. Or how they sort of come up with their never seems to be never ending random Surely questions. Surely they've repeated the same question at least once. And, and because they're all like one one word, one, well, you know, like kind of one liner answers um, to it. Very creative. It's one that's enjoyable to watch. You may not have gotten to watch this. I'm not sure if it was actually televised, but our homeboy Todd Tillman from Meridian, him and his wife, Brooke, they were at the Absolutely Gospel Music Awards, the AGMs last night. Never heard of them, but that's looked fancy to me. And he walked away with three awards. He got Positive Country Male Artist of the Year, Positive Country Music Video of the Year, and Positive Country Male Artist of the Year. So I don't know if it is a gospel not genre, but supporting gospel artists in their own genres, if that makes sense, or faith-based artists in their own genres. I would think. Because it feels like there were maybe different pockets, but he definitely brought home the hardware for at least his category. He got both male artist, music video, and then another one of the year. Maybe it was song two of the year. So congratulations, Todd. I think that's really that's really um, it's really good. It's really neat. It's good to see them win the voice and then then continue on soaring and winning up things. Something Mississippi didn't win. It's not really win. We just didn't rank high on the list of U.S. states most likely to use artificial intelligence. Where do you think we ranked on the list of states most likely to use AI? Now, you may automatically think I don't use AI. You may use it more than you think you do if you got a little Roomba, one of those little electric. I was talking with Gerard about this the other day, and a lot of people think of AI as this newfangled contraption that just came out of the gate, and it's big and scary. But in one form or fashion, AI has been around since the 50s, and if you used Microsoft at any point in the late 90s, early 2000s, and you started typing a letter... And that little animated paper clip popped up on the screen and said, oh, it looks like you're writing a letter. Would you like help? That was AI. Right. And now when you go to websites and it pops up and says, do you have a question? Would you like to speak with an expert? That's not an expert. That's AI. But <laughs> somebody's not sitting on all websites 24 hours a day just waiting for you to click on. But it's also like your Roomba and some other things that are able to um, learn your pathways or learn sort of your your ways um anyway we'll get to that topic and much more here on good things coming up Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. 
Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Something big's happening downtown. Good things are going on. There are so many good things happening on main streets and downtowns across the Magnolia State. So today we are highlighting what's happening downtown this weekend. It is brought to you by the Mississippi Main Street Association. And don't forget, you can always go to msmainstreet.com slash calendar to get more information on upcoming events like Wine Downtown in Tupelo. Sign me up. Joining us to tell us a little bit more is Dalton Russell. He's with the Tupelo Main Street Association. Hey, Dalton. Hey, how are you? I am doing well, and I'm excited that we're back into the spring-summer season of all these fabulous events that are happening in our downtowns and on our main streets. And so this seems like a good one to kick off that season with. So tell us about Wine Downtown. So Wine Downtown kicks off this Friday, April the 21st at 530 in downtown Tupelo. Um, This event is presented by Renaissance Bank uh, here locally, and we are so excited to be able to bring this event back for the spring. Uh, It's a great community event for those who are wanting to get out and mingle with their friends and get get into some of the businesses for shopping and and, uh, camaraderie and, and, uh, you know, just enjoy the evening in downtown. Um, So we're excited to bring that event back to our community this year. And um, we have 17 stops. This is a wine tasting event where you get to you go and taste um, 17 different wines, 17 different locations, and um, you know eat on some appetizers there that pair well with those wines. And and um, we want people to come out and um, and enjoy the. Uh, community here in downtown and um, see what our businesses have to offer in terms of spring attire, uh, merchandise, all that good stuff. So we're excited. So this one does have a cost for a ticket, correct? Yes. Uh, tickets are $40, and you can purchase those at TupeloMainStreet.com. And um, that includes actually all 17 stops plus an after party. So um It's going to be a really fun time, fun event here in downtown Tupelo. So I'm assuming, too, that there is you can walk like you can go and taste and then sip and then sort of walk with your drink and accessible and sort of all of that. Yes, so um, you'll get your, your wine glass upon arrival to the starting location, which is Renaissance Bank. That's 209 Troy Street in downtown Tupelo. Uh, and then from there, we have a map, and you'll be able to go through the map and see where you want to go first at the, you know, these businesses, and you'll just stroll around downtown and enjoy, enjoy da- what downtown has to offer. So it's a really, really fun event, and, and we normally sell out each year. Um, so we, we do have a love for this event through our community. So I'm going to assume that there's probably 17 different wines that are also going to be um, featured. If you yeah. can't make it or don't make it, is there a list? <laughs> Listen to me. Is there a list of the booze that's going to be <laughs> um, shared? Well, we don't. We don't have a, a featured list right now. We have a featured list of who is participating in terms of the businesses mm-hmm. and their locations, uh, so you can kind of get a, a head start on your planning. Uh, but when you get here, you can figure out what that's what makes it fun is um, you get to you know see which one has what wine, and um, you know we have all kinds of different wines from dry to sweet to you know red and white, and um, you know. All, all different kinds, so it's going to be a really, really nice event for for those who come. So all of that information is at TupeloMainStreet.com. All righty, and, and limited tickets. Uh, there are limited yeah. tickets, so don't sit on this, Dalton Right, yeah. If you're interested in the wine downtown in Tupelo, you need to 
Hop on yes. it and go Hop ahead and get it. it. Yes, yes, that's exactly right. All righty, Dalton. Well, I'm, I'm giving y'all good vibes for great weather, and uh, you sell out your tickets because I think this sounds like a, a really fun event. If folks yeah. want to keep up with what's going on there on Main Street in Tupelo, how do they do that? Yes, uh, you can go and follow us and like our page on Facebook. It's uh, Downtown Tupelo, or you can check out our calendar calendar of events on com, and we have a lot of upcoming events you can plan out your year so i like <laughs> not that just yeah. this one but you know through the year you can see which ones we're we're offering and um you know come check us out all righty dalton well i hope you'll have a great turnout this weekend and everyone enjoys their wine tasting i know i yes. definitely would enjoy that and appreciate your time Yes, appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And if wine's not your thing, or maybe you're not in the Tupelo, Tupelo area, you're more in the Crystal Springs area, then we got another one for you this weekend. The fourth annual Taste of the Blues in Crystal Springs. We got Miss Felicia on the phone. Hey, Felicia. Hi, how are you? I am doing well, and I'm getting excited about you guys' festival that's coming up. I love the, the play on words, A Taste of the Blues. So tell me more. So when I joined Main Street a couple of years ago, um, Crystal Springs was only known for like one big festival a year, and that was the Tomato Festival, great festival. Um, but we were only bringing people to downtown Crystal Springs once a year. And so I said, you know, what is something that we can do that's different, um, not in the dead of the summer, um, to kind of, kind of get people geared up? And so, you know, we're known for Robert Johnson and the blues, and um, we're just bringing in different food vendors. So we just did the plan word. We're going to taste the blues, so we're going to eat a lot of good food while we listen to good music. And so this is coming up Saturday, and this is actually a free event. So that's that's pretty impressive. Yes, yes. We, t- we try to keep it free. Um, we have several um, sponsors, local businesses in the community and throughout the state um, that sponsor this event so we can keep it free to the public. So we're talking about different music. Will there be different stages? Is there a list of maybe where where the music uh, lineup is? I even see community karaoke, Felicia. Tell me yes. about that. <laughs> so, yes, this, we have one stage, um, but we will be doing karaoke from 4 to 5 under the packing shed, which is actually um, where this festival started. When we first started, we had everything under the packing shed, and then we grew it um, until we have a stage, uh, where now we have a stage. And, yes, I will be honest, I am a karaoke fanatic, so I will probably be the first one on the mic. And singing what, Felicia? <laughs> what will you be singing on the mic there for karaoke? I like, um, I hope you dance. I know that's not blues, that's more okay. um, country, but anything you throw my way, I'll gladly sing it. Well, you know, the good thing about uh, karaoke, number one, people mo- usually give you a little grace because you you got the courage to get up there. And then number two, they give you the words. Like, That's true. So it's it's easier to sort of focus in on that and then, you know, not, not think about all the people who are you were clapping you on for, for your encouragement. But I so I feel like that'll be a lot. That will be a lot of fun. And then you've got several more coming up throughout the night. Who else will take the stage? So we have the Jason Bailey Band. Um, they're from they're out of Jackson, and they've actually performed um, every single year that we've had the event. Um, and then we have Shake It Like a Caveman. He's from out, uh, out of Tennessee. And then our headliners will be the Bridge Band um, out of Brookhaven. 
I love to shake it like a caveman. I feel like, you know, when it, it you, you don't know exactly what you're going to get, but you kind of feel like you know what kind of music that's going to be uh, whenever you show up. You mentioned food trucks. So will those be on site like cash pay? You pay for the food trucks there, that kind of thing, but the music's free? Yes. So the food, yeah, we'll have food trucks, um, different food vendors, and, yes, you will pay um, the vendors for the food. All right. Is Where can we go to go ahead and sort of plan out our trip, Felicia? So if you um, go to our Facebook or Instagram page, Main Street Crystal Springs, it has all of that information, and it also lists the different food vendors and craft vendors. We also have a silent auction. We were given some really great blues artwork from H.C. Porter that we're um, auctioning off as well. And she's out of Vicksburg, phenomenal artist, and yes, so that will is. be something you will want to take uh, take advantage of. And then, to put the Tomato Festival on your calendar, that's coming up when it's in the it's in the it's, fall. Uh, in June. It's always the yeah. last Saturday in June. Last Saturday in June. Well, I feel like we may have you back for that, Felicia. But uh, I appreciate your time and looking forward to y'all's event this weekend. Well, thank you so much. All righty, so much good going on downtown. I got one or two more for you just to share. In Pascagoula, they're starting back the third Friday of the month. This is something the Main Street Pascagoula hosts, a festival-style event each month from March all the way through October. So that third Friday, go ahead and mark it on your calendar. They're going to have live music, kids' activities, vendors, specials at downtown businesses. It's fun for the whole family, and it's just a way to, you know, stretch your legs on a Friday night after a long work week. Skip the pizza that you get to pick up to go to the house, head on out there for something fun and different. But if you're not into pizza, but you're into crawfish, you want to hit Startful this weekend. They've got the King Cotton Crawfish Boil coming up. And they're going to have plenty of heads and tails at the Crawfish Boil. And it's presented by Country Pleasants. You know, there's going to be some sausage thrown off in there as well. And it's held at the Fire Station Park. And the bragging rights are on the line as local cooking teams show their best crawfish recipes along with add-ins and fixins. What's your favorite add-in into Crawfish Bowl, Rhino? I'm pretty partial to the corn. Corn? I kind of like the mushrooms. And then I've also seen where they put in chicken wings into the boil. You can't go wrong with that either. I've also seen pickled okra, which is a really nice touch if you if you kind of like that kind of super spicy. All of it's super salty, so don't plan on for a weigh-in for a weight loss contest the next 72 <laughs> hours after that. Uh, but if you want more information about what's going on in your downtown or with your Main Street Association, you just head on over to msmainstreet.com slash calendar. You can get more information on those events uh, featured today and also upcoming events. But also remember, every Wednesday, we will be looking at what's happening downtown this weekend. But stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. Don't worry. Don't worry, don't do it. Be happy. Put a smile on your face. Don't bring everybody down like this. Don't worry. It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry, be happy. I'm not worried. I'm happy. Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm.
back to good things. Don't forget you can watch us. We are on computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. You got one more chance to win country music superstar Morgan Wallen tickets, which he's coming to Oxford this weekend. And we're giving you one last chance to win tickets. You can do that by going to register to win the last pair of sweet seat tickets simply by going to the Super Talk Mississippi app. If you don't have a download, do that now. If you do have it downloaded, open up the app and click on contests and then fill out your information. And then you're entered to win our very last pair of sweet seat tickets to see Morgan Wallen in concert this Sunday. So that's April 23rd. It is in Oxford. Just think all that through before you throw your name in the in the hat. So in case you do win, you may have to figure out how to get to Oxford really quick because I think tomorrow, just Thursday, correct? Tomorrow night, tomorrow evening, something is the last day. I would imagine close of business. Close of business. And so you got to right now. So right now, if you've been putting it off or want to do it, go ahead. And if you do it and you're wanting to take your spouse, make them do it or your friend, call them and tell them to do it. And then, <laughs> But you only got two. So if you get five of y'all to do it, you're going to have to wrestle out who gets the who gets the two tickets. Well, at that point, it's only fair that the winner get to choose. <laughs> mind-boggling but <laughs> but then it's like that's true but then it should be shouldn't the winner take the person who prompted them to do it to begin with i mean one would think that would be etiquette like if i asked you like hey let's go in all go in you know morgan wallen tickets we can win and then you won them and then took another girl my feelings would be hurt not really because i'm going to see him saturday night but and we can't win it anyway just throw that out there but uh but not even allowed to enter so again maybe we should think through all these rules or you think through all these rules before you start getting your family and friends to to enter for you but anyway you still got one last chance there's certainly not a lack of things to do in the magnolia state this weekend no Absolutely not. And speaking of the King Cotton Crawfish Bowl that we were talking about, that's going to be happening in Startville, which will be the opposite of Oxford. We we're asking they're they're having the contest on favorite add-ins to your crawfish bowl. Some of y'all uh, text in things you like to add into your crawfish bowls at home, or like chunked ham and then Brussels sprouts. Uh, we always do shrimp too, but it's not always boiled with the crawfish. It's usually done separate or. Yeah, you got to get that timing just right if you're going to throw it in there with the crawfish. Right. And so, but I do like boiled shrimp along with a crawfish boil because I am lazy and I prefer getting more for my efforts than what a crawfish gives you. Uh, I don't dislike crawfish. I think crawfish is delicious. It's just, it's kind of like pistachios, but messier. And you just have to work for it, which you get to a pistachio a whole lot quicker than you get to a crawfish until you get going into a sort of a rhythm with it. Usually I'll eat a good set of crawfish once during the season, and then I like going for everything else that sort of surrounds it. Because you can make a meal out of all the trimmings. Oh, yeah. Do you ever eat the onions? The little pearl onions that come out of it? or the If they are pearl onions. Like, I, I'm not real big on somebody just... Hey, here's a white onion. I cut the top and bottom off and threw it over in there. I have seen some people just grab that like an apple and take a bite out of it. It's good. It is good. I mean, I like cooked onions, especially when they're boiled with all that spice. But the little pearl onions, yeah, those are like a little mouthful bite. I just, 
I can't quite get around, wrap my head around biting an onion like an apple. You know who has the best side onions that's not like an onion ring or bell peppers and onions that are sautéed? It's Cock of the Walk, and I know there's several locations, Fish House. They have the, um, is pickled the right word? It's vinegared or... That's pickled. Pickled, but I don't think it's pickled, but I, I don't know the correct terminology for it. But it's soaking in something that you get there at the table. It's not just raw onion that you eat alongside your fish and your hush puppies and all the things. And it's got a little of a vinegary tang to it. And I appreciate it. I don't know if it counts as like a total vegetable serving, <laughs> but I feel like I could totally eat eat that. Oh, we throw ravioli and tortellini in the crawfish bowl. That's interesting. A little extra frou-frou. I bet that'd be pretty good. That would be pretty good. Ray in Long Beach, exactly why I don't eat boiled crabs. Too much work for not enough payoff. What else goes in that category? Crab legs? The first thing I thought of wasn't food. It was water skiing. (laughs) Whole lot of work for not that much fun. You have to stay. You have to... Make it on top of the water. First, got to get up on the water, and then you got to stay on the water without falling and hitting the water that feels like concrete at 50 miles an hour. True story. Elizabeth from Gaucher. If you have any new potatoes left, make potato salad. Oh, yeah. Hey, that brings up like a whole conversation with what to do with leftover trimmings from crawfish bowls because you have one or two things happen. You run out or you they eat them all or it's very minimal and you're like, yes. We nailed it this year with pounds per people, how much sides to sort of do, or everybody's stuffed and you still have like this huge cooler full of food and you're like, I don't know, know." because leftover, some folks will eat leftover crawfish. Some of you are highly dedicated because it's expensive and you have invested time, energy, and money. And so you'll sit there and you will peel all the crawfish that's left over to have the tails for other things. Bravo. Kudos to you. Well, I mean, because you can freeze the tails. Absolutely. Yes, and they're delicious, and there's a million and one wonderful things you can make with that. Some people swear you can freeze the whole crawfish. I don't know if I can get behind that. Well, that's kind of like boiled eggs are are peeled best when out of the water or through running water. It would feel odd. It's like throwing in a banana in the freezer and then trying to peel it for a smoothie. You want to peel it and then put it into the freezer. So... I'm not saying you can't do that. It just feels like you're going to have a little extra work on the on the back end. And it's just better to sort of commit to it then right. and sort of knock it out of the park um, to do it that way. Dice the, tom- dice the potatoes and enjoy them with an omelet the next morning. Hammy says that. David in Indianola on the C Spire text line says sunflower seeds are too much work. I agree with that. Yes, but I will get sunflower seeds only on road trips for the distraction because they are so much work. It's just something to do with your hands. You're not just sitting there snacking the whole thing. It takes time, energy, and effort. But, no, I cannot say that I've ever walked into a gas station hungry or jonesing for a snack and go, you know what I want? I want to sit here and eat sunflower seeds that aren't already you know, peeled or enjoyed. Back when I was still playing ball, my dad would use sunflower seeds as a way to occupy his mouth to keep from getting in trouble with the umpires or the refs. 
I w- that's where I got introduced with softball, but not for keeping my mouth shut. It was just what everybody else was, all the girls were doing. And at that time, it was, you just thought it was cute and sort of it, it fit into it. And they're not bad, but they are, they take it entirely too much effort for what little return in terms of something to actually eat to fill you up. They are not a filling or satisfying snack. They are a distraction or they're a distraction. They're a hobby. Now, if you can ever find the little, they're, they're already shucked the sunflower seeds themselves those are good by themselves you can buy those just by the plane i've only ever seen these once it was at a mexican restaurant and it was in the little dish at the cash register kind of like mints Mm -hmm. it was candy coated sunflower seeds in the shell and the candy had a little bit of mintiness to it but were they in the shell no they were they were they were already out they were already out delicious Someone mentioned fry your onions with your french fries. So is that like onion rings? Or are you just throwing off little pearl onions into your fry oil? Got to figure out what we're doing here. Or are you just throwing off onions in there? I mean, obviously, you're not, you're going to peel them or whatever. Is it for the flavor, to add flavor to the oil? I'm curious. Fry your onions with your french fries. Text us back. Tell us what, what that means. Saute the next morning with biscuits. Saute what the next morning with biscuits? Your crawfish? That'd be pretty good. Or you could use the... I mean, most people put sausage in their crawfish now, right? Like, I feel like that's just... It's part of it. Like, it was just part of the... You have crawfish, you have corn, you have potatoes, and you have sausage. I feel like those four... I think you might start an argument if you don't call it boudin, but... Well, not everybody uses boudin... Some use deer sausage, some use country pleasings or whatever, polk sausage, some use whatever it may be. But I guess if you came from a traditional crawfish kind of way, yes, it would be, it would be boudin. Do you, do you remember the first time you ever ate boudin? Oh, yeah. Did someone have to explain to you what it was? Did you bite into it thinking it was sausage? I did, but then I was like, huh, that's different. You're like, cool. There's, there's rice in here. There's... Like, there's stuff in here. There's more to it. (laughs) How do they make this sausage? (laughs) It's definitely different, but it's good. Do you like that kind of stuff? All right, stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. You 
can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app, where you can still win the chance to go see Morgan Wallen and on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And tomorrow you can catch Middays with Jar Gibbert and the Supertalk Eagle Hour in Ellisville for a major economic development announcement. Ooh, something to look forward to. Supertalk will also be taking a look at the long history of family-owned businesses that have helped make Jones County an economic development leader here in our state. Pretty cool. And then Friday, Gerard is still on the move. He's going to be in Pike County on Friday as you're getting ready for the 12th annual Smoking on the Tracks Barbecue Cook-Off and Summit. So there'll be great food, live music, a car show, and so much more. So that Smoking on the Tracks is brought to you by Lot Furniture, uh, Macomb, Lot Furniture in Macomb, Ag Up, and Southwest Distributors. So lots of fun uh, to look forward to for sure. On the text line, Ronnie from Weston says he likes onion rings but with nothing on the onion flavor, or maybe just having the fresh onion flavor. Without having it breaded, I'm imagining. Ah, without having it breaded. I got you there. And then we were talking about your add-ins for your crawfish bowl, if you're just joining us. We use sausage and crawfish because boudin is too soft, and if overcooked, it splits and spills the goodies in the water. Ooh, I bet a lot of folks have sort of learned that. The hard way in terms of how to cook it, what to cook it. I think crawfish bowl, too, though, is just a trial and error kind of thing. You know, people say they have the best recipes, but at the end of the day, I feel like some of it kind of all tastes the same. Um, You know, you you go to a bad one. A bad crawfish bowl is one that has no flavor or it has too much flavor. Like you don't want it so hot you can't can't go into Think you can, then your fingers. Yeah, when everything starts going numb, it might be a bit too warm. And then your fingers start to, like, when you touch your eyes, it becomes weapons. You don't, you don't necessarily want that to happen. But then you don't want it to be so bland either that there's there's no sense of flavor, sort of enjoyment. So there has to be that sort of happy, content medium. And then you get off into the weeds with some of these people that'll add, not necessarily. There's still food, still food-related items, but it's not something you think of that you chunk in, like potatoes or corn or mushrooms or shrimp or something. They'll add stuff like orange juice mm-hmm. or tequila or just but random But that would cook liquids. out, right? We've, we, we like, like your girl has been over there slaving over a hot thing of, of crawfish. True story, though, I almost left my husband early in our marriage because he went to the store for something and he came back with a crawfish pot big enough to put his six foot two, 200 plus pound body in. And I remember distinctly telling him, I hope he liked it because he would be spending a long time below dirt in it for purchasing it. But we have used it many years later, and we look forward to the Turner Crawfish Bowl every year (laughs) with it. But the thing is massive, and it was unnecessary purchase um, at the time. But he has has played around with different recipes, utilizing orange juice and all the things. And to be honest, again, it kind of tastes the same to me. A good crawfish is sort of like I don't know if I taste orange or don't taste orange or – it feels like tequila would be a very expensive waste of alcohol to get completely boiled out. I'm not really sure what the what the purpose of that would would um, would be. I have seen some though who, and it's it's more of restaurants who take the time to make those like Bloody Marys that have become art. 
Like they're just these massive meals in a glass. They're beyond art at this point. Yeah, they're obnoxious. I get it. But and you're not going to make those at home unless you're just Instagram worthy. But like it's funny to put a slice of pizza in the top of it. Right. When you take a whole pizza and curve it around to where it's like a garnish on the glass, that's a bit much. But some make crawf like make uh, crawfish bowl ones. And so you you because you got to think like the bowl would be pretty good in a Bloody Mary like. Not the bold juice, but that little hint of the spicy, tomatoey, cajun Yeah, the savoriness with the spiciness. Right. And I feel like that would make a – that would lend itself to a good Bloody Mary. You wouldn't want to drink Bloody Marys at a crawfish bowl. That like – come on, people. Sodium – I mean, you were – you're going to explode. Have you ever heard of edema? Like, you're <laughs> let's not do them both, but I do feel like you could potentially – utilize some of that stuff left over on the next day for for bloody bloody marys i don't know maybe you'll be sick of it who knows you got a lot of options too over here whole stock broccoli whole stock cauliflower i have heard of cauliflower i don't think i've ever heard of broccoli and with the leftovers after we're all stuffed we sit around and peel the crawfish that we can use them to make a big dish of etouffee the next day you know though if you're all full and it's like a group effort and you're having your cold beers or beverages and kick back and enjoying it i think that's cool that your guests help you out by peeling your crawfish for you to have use for the next day many hands make light work yeah i like that like that a lot all right you guys make good things great the conversation never ends on our good things facebook group we hope to find you there but stick with us you got more coming up next with the boys from sports talk from three to six rhino and i'll meet you back here tomorrow at two but until then i hope you all find time for the good things Talk Mississippi Media Production.